Welcome to Mark Mar Show, where myself and other industry leaders who I talk to to help you take your business to the next level. In the show, you're going to find a lot of helpful tips and tricks that you can utilize in your business. That way you can take it to the next level. So without any further ado, let's get right to it where I'm going to be sharing a lot of valuable information with you. All right, guys, my name is Mark Mar, and welcome to this particular podcast now where I'll be introducing my dear friend, Jackie, and she's going to be, she is amazing at doing different things, and she's been in the industry for entertainment industry for a very, very, very long time, and Jackie, please introduce yourself and let our listeners know what you're all about, and I, I'm super excited to have you here. Hi, Mark. Thank you for having me on. That was so funny. I've been in the business for a long time. But you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. I have. And so I do a few things. Uh, I'm an author. I'm a presenter. And I'm also a drama teacher. So I tend to put all three together. Plus, okay. I run a big charity and I run a radio station. Radio and, station? Yeah, I forgot to wow. tell you that. That's I run away awesome. and also I've just launched a podcast. So all of that is all part of my busy life. So let me ask you this. How do you go about doing all these multiple things and still keep yourself insane? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm turning around because I'm gonna show you something. Okay. A list. <laughs> okay. I have to have a list because there's so much going on. If right. I don't have lists and right. tick it off. I would okay. go bananas. Yeah, so, I, I would. I would imagine because, like, I'm listening. To, I'm like, wow, that's a lot of different things. And try to keep one thing into organized. Like, wow, okay. But but it does all overlap, and okay. it tends to have. So you started one thing, and then to promote that, you start another. I mean, the radio station I started because I had a charity, which is a community center. Sure. And to promote the community center, I thought to myself, what was the best way? Right. And I woke up, I woke up one morning, oh, I'll have a radio station. I had no idea how to do it. But okay. um, I've, because as an author, I've been around radio stations. I go from one radio station to another and I've done it for years. I phoned up a friend and said, would you help? And he helped me and that, we've been open six years and he's the person that helped me still has a show on my radio station. What is the name of the radio station, if you don't mind it's me It's called Switch Dunmo. Now, Dunmo is a town. It's okay. really worth looking up because okay. it's spelled D-U-N-M-O-W. Okay. And it's Great Dunmo. And the town is about, was um, we it dates back to about 1100. Okay. It's amazing. Look up because there's something called the Flitch trials okay and it started in 1200 and something and okay. it's a it's a court case it's, it's it's well known around the world and they have this court case every four years and they try to find a couple who haven't argued for a year and a day so couples from around really? the world this is absolutely true just look it up okay. the flitch the flitch dunmo i'll send you a link Okay. So they have this court case with um, a jury of, I think it's 12 young, I can't remember what the criteria is, but they have this open court, it's on television every four years, and then whoever wins, wins a flitch of bacon, 
which is a side of bacon. And then they parade through the town with the winners and this side of bacon. Wow. And that's the town, yeah, that I live in. And so that's how uh, it all started from the radio station. Okay. Um, It was able to promote my books, uh, everything. It's, It's like on tap for me. Okay. I just, I just said, oh, can you interview me today? <laughs> it's so funny. Okay. So what, what kind of books do you write? Well, I started uh, 11 years now I've been writing professionally okay. and I'm on book 15. So, so I started with children's books okay. and I wrote five books called The Amazing Adventures of Star and okay. she's 11 years old and she... Uh, is a detective and an actor and okay. and then when people said to me what do you write and I say oh, I write children's books I used to see people go oh like it was easy exactly right no but writing any book isn't easy and I one day I thought I'll show you so I did so I changed and started writing crime fiction, crime fiction. so now I'm on the third book of a series called the Sandra Bernstein Chronicles, okay. and she's a makeup artist, and people just tend to die around her. Okay. And it's, uh, it's a mix of um, Agatha Christie and Murder, She Wrote. Okay. So it's light-hearted. So how, so, so how do you go from a radio, the children's book, to a, a serial killer, whatever? How, how does that transition work in terms of like, how do you say, okay, I'm going to write about this particular topic, and number one. Number two, how do you get ideas to write the book? I'm just curious. So it, the world of the children's books was about eight years, so I okay. dedicated my time, but I'm a drama <laughs> teacher. That's my real job. So okay. being a storyteller was natural to me. Okay. So I had to kind of put that aside, and I had this belief that I could do it. I don't know where it came from. And I sat down and I thought, right, I'm going to have a go. And I thought, well, I've watched CSI. I've watched Law and Order. I can do this. Right. This is honestly true. And then I sat down and thought, actually, I know nothing. I I can't think, speak with the mind of a killer. I can't do it. I I couldn't even kill a fly. Right. So I started to research mm. and um, I have a, a home in the Caribbean and on St. Martin and okay. uh, I was there. That's why I go to write. Okay. So um, it's a du- I live on the Dutch side. So not only did I have to find out about Dutch, I had to find out about Dutch law because okay. I couldn't write crime. So I sat with local police for days and days no way. and then... Uh, a friend of mine used to be in the murder squad in London. So okay. he was a detective, so I sat with him. It's all about the research. And then then I kind of, I came up with ideas of how I wanted to kill my first victim. No, not me. You know what I mean. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I did things like, I walked in, I did, honestly, this is true, I uh-huh. walked into far, a, a chemist, you call them pharmacies, don't you? Right. Pharmacy. Right. I walked into pharmacy and said, look, I know this sounds strange, but I need to ask you some questions. Will you help? And everyone was brilliant. Really? They, they were not surprised? Really, really brilliant. Wow. Well, the first, 
at the beginning, I was thinking of killing somebody by snake venom. I didn't do it because I wouldn't tell you if I did. So I was going to speak to pharmacists and say, you know, what can you tell me about snake venom? And actually, no one knew. It, it, I had to go in deeper to find out. But I didn't use that in the end. So it's all okay. about the research. Okay. So how, how, so what's, what happens after you book? Did you go a step further, like into like a video part of it? Or did you just stay at the book writing? Or how, how, did, that, how did that work? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't just, just. I don't just do anything. Okay. There's, no, there's no such just in my world. Okay. So I wrote the first book. And uh-huh. uh, at, this po- at this point, I was self-published. Uh, well, I'd opened my own publishing house. And... Um, I was going to write the second book and I wanted to base it in Vegas. Okay. Now I love Vegas. It's my, one of my favorite places to go. Okay. And, um, but I knew to be able to base this in a casino, uh-huh. I needed to understand what happens behind the scenes. Okay. You know, I've been to many casinos but sure. I, and I knew it was probably the same size behind scene as it was in front. So I wrote to every casino in Vegas and they all said, and I wanted access. They all said, no, everyone. So I got onto Facebook and uh, I just posted, does anyone know anybody that owns a casino? And somebody said, yes. And uh, so I messaged him and said, can you introduce me? And he said, well, I don't exactly know him, uh, but he is big on Twitter just message him so I got on Twitter and I messaged um, Derek Stevens of the D downtown Vegas and with an hour he he wrote back and gave me all access wow you got lucked out or would you say Did research I get help? Luck- no I actually <coughs> at the distance helps okay. so I phoned up straight away I phoned up my dad and I went dad I've got all access in a casino. And my dad said, sounds like a documentary. Wow. I put the phone down. I got back on Facebook and I wrote on a local networking page, does anybody know anyone that makes documentaries? Within uh, over (laughs) two days, I had hundreds of replies uh, and I spoke to everybody. Some people doing... um, degree film and that wanted to make a film people that wanted to charge a fortune people that said to me what's your budget and i couldn't say i haven't got budget you know right and then i phoned i was given this number this is one of probably a hundred numbers and i phoned up and said i've got an idea for a documentary and the person went go on then and so i told him the idea and he went that sounds interesting and we met up, him and his uh, business partner, the following week. And, and as we do in England, we meet in pubs. That's what we do. We <laughs> meet in the local pub. We met in the local pub. I walked in and uh-huh. he, said, he said to me, you do know we know you. I went, no. Okay. Well, I, my daughter and I run a theatre school. And okay. he had come the year before. The both of them had been to see our show looking okay. at actors for a film. But I didn't know them. It was just what we call fate. And so we sat down. I pitched the idea. They said they're going away and think. Came back within it. I'd already booked my ticket. Five weeks we had. And uh, they came back the next day and said, yeah, we want to make it. 
and he said but we need the funding they did all the they did all the um the quotes they did cash flows and everything and said this is how much we need and so i went back on facebook and this is the power of facebook okay. i popped on facebook I popped on um, uh, St. Martin. You know, I told you I've got a place in St. Martin. And there's lots of Facebook pages where people all over the world love St. Martin. And I put on one of those pages, does anyone know any investors? That's all I wrote. Those were the words. Within 10 minutes, I had three replies. The first one was the, the first. This is, I'm telling you exactly how it happened. The first one was the man who introduced me to the guy at the casino. Uh-huh. No, sorry, no, that's not right. The first one, I passed him on to the production company who gave him some information. The okay. second one was the man who gave me the guy in Vegas, and I said, "Sorry, somebody's already interested." And the third one was a friend of mine just being nosy. And that first man in two days paid and invested in this documentary. And five weeks we flew to Vegas and made the documentary. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. So, no, there's more. <laughs> so we make a documentary, okay. an hour-long documentary called Method of Murder, which okay. I present. And we, we go around Las Vegas and LA interviewing people, talking about researching for a book, researching ways of murdering people and getting rid of a body, which is the concept. And then we come back in April. It takes till about August for post-editing. And then you've now got to sell a documentary. And like, where? How do you sell a documentary? It took about a year and we sold it. And we sold it on a worldwide worldwide deal and it launched uh last may on 600 channels in the us and canada on september the, the end of september it launched on amazon prime in canada and us and we're literally waiting monday or tuesday to get the uk release date for amazon prime Wow, I have so many questions. First of all, <laughs> congratulations on this huge, huge success. Like people, no, are... it's not a success because people haven't seen it yet. Okay, you know, we're, but, but... we're really at the beginning of it. You know, nobody knows who I am, right. so it's always harder to sell any TV program when there's no one that is, you know, visually recognizable. So we're having to start at grassroots. That's why I started a podcast just to gain momentum so that when we launch in the UK, uh, people will want to go and see what I did. (laughs) Have I stumped you, Mark? No, no, no. no. I just have so many different questions (laughs) and I'm also excited and curious at the same time. You may feel like that you haven't reached to the point where you want to reach, but the people who are listening to the podcast are like, hey, I just want to get to where you are. For example, create a documentary or create a product, for example, and then launch it. And then those steps so some people are a lot more challenging than you may think because you are like, hey, I want to do this. I'll just go at it. Like, 
get out of my way. I'm going to get this done, which is great. So for example, if somebody who is just like starting out, right, hey, they want to create a product, if they have an idea, how do they go about executing the idea in terms of, hey, I have a limited belief that I cannot do it. There you go. There you go. You've just hit the nail on the head. Right. You can't have that. So how do you overcome that? Get, it's natural. Right. Okay. I think entrepreneur, entrepreneur, uh, we say the thing words slightly differently. That's fine. Entrepreneurs are uh -huh. born. Okay. That's what I believe. My okay. father's an entrepreneur. My brother is. We were brought up to take chances, to have a go, that there's nothing we can't do. I don't okay. believe that, that the word fail is a bad word. I believe that something that doesn't work teaches me I need to do it differently the okay. next time. Mm -hmm. So you, you have to take chances. Okay. That, you know, that's life. Um, but but I, I haven't got a problem if things don't work because I'll just try, try something a different way. I don't right. sleep, which I think is part <laughs> of, you know, sleep. Yeah, I'll do that. I say that to myself. Oh, I'll sleep this afternoon. I'll sleep tomorrow. I'll be fine. Right. Um, but I do think entrepreneurs are born and you do have to take chances. And be wow. proactive. Don't just talk. Do it. My, That's my motto. Don't just okay. talk. Do it. Do it. So if you want to do something, right? Let's say you have an idea. It doesn't really matter. How do you go about taking the very first step doing it? It doesn't matter what that is. Like what, The first step is to recognize. Recognize. Help me walk through it when you were creating your Amazon Prime documentary. What was no, your first I step? Think, I think okay. that experts mm -hmm. are, are, are so important. I'm not an expert in anything. Okay. I'm a very good delegator. Okay. So I will get the right people around me. I will get the right advice. I will have a go. I will, I, I mean, I'm naturally creative, so that sure. helps. Right. But I just think about getting advice, researching, and then and being proactive is really important. You must know your subject. Okay. So market market research does help, like who you're trying to target. Any research. Right. So it, when, you know, it doesn't matter what you put. You know, I did a drama class last Saturday, and okay. uh, I, I, work, I teach every Saturday, but I had a group of 13 to 16-year-olds, and I set them a task. They had to pitch to me an invention that's all i said an invention okay. of the future they had to invent something two girls stood up and this is what they invented it was a dating app and you created a cartoon um it's not called a cartoon a what is it of the um like a cartoon of yourself we i call it a cartoon they don't call it the youngsters it's an avatar yeah, and you create an avatar of the. If you're a woman and you're looking for a man, then you create an avatar of your perfect man. Okay. Oh my god, I thought this was incredible, and it, it's the and it could be the future. And this so is said, this is thirteen this year old kid. A, a thirteen and a fifteen year old. She may be sixteen, and it was in a drama class. And I said to them, I think it's brilliant. 
you know, you've got the making. So I promise I stopped the class and I said, you've got the making of something here. Right. I said, I want you to write down exactly what you mean, exactly okay. what. And I have a friend of mine who actually makes uh, apps. So I phoned him up. I said, you're not going to believe this. I think this is incredible what they've done. And he went, well, I don't think it will work. And I thought someone is going to bite, you know, you're going to bite your words when someone is, in, is going to use this. Right. Because it, it's the future. You've got to change with the times. And, uh, you know, the internet obviously is the future. Right. And, and uh, who knows? And that, right. that, but if I hadn't said to these girls, write it down, remember right. what you're talking about. I could have just smiled and applauded. Right, exactly. So it's like, it's first, first thing is like you ask somebody, like an example, you ask the girls, think of anything. Like force yourself to think of something. So step one is to think about an idea that you want to. And, and to second, work as a team. Teamwork. Work, teamwork. If you don't know what ideas you want, then you collaborate with somebody else. So work as a team. So number yep. two will be write a plan. How do you go about executing it? No, no, they're writing a plan of, of uh, everything that was in their head. Right, so, so clarifying your idea more detailed. Exactly, but if it, it's rather like making a film uh, where we do a storyboard. Okay. And so I wanted her to them to kind of storyboard their ideas. So, and, so, 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 uh, go ahead. I was going to ask you a quite, quite question. Like when you are writing a film, and you mentioned something about the storyboard. So how does how does that work? Like, for example, if I want to create a film, I don't know anything about it. So what advice would you tell me that, hey, Mark, this is the things you need to do to create a, a, story, uh, a documentary or a film or whatever? I'm just going to show you something. Hold on. Okay. Ah, oh, right. I got it. Okay. So this is a folder here, all handwritten. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to talk about a book rather than a film because okay. it's the same concept. Okay. And every single chapter, it, this is the outline of the next book. So okay. this is, this takes, and it's all handwritten. This takes the longest time to okay. write the outline. And then when I've written the outline, then I'll go back and write the text. And if I was writing a screenplay for a film i would do it exactly the same way i would write the outline same as a business if you've got an idea get the outline before you turn it into a business plan okay so so you got your idea you turn it into your business plan you got your uh, uh, idea more clarified this is what you needed to do. so how do you go about marketing the idea or find something I, it, you can't turn an idea into a universal, it's too universal because it really depends if you're a, if you know the markets, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I always say stick to what you know. Okay. So I'm in the entertainment <laughs> business, but the right. entertainment business is vast. So I can right. go from a radio station to a book, to a documentary. It's all the same thing. Right. It's like um, I, I was in the music <laughs> business for a while as well, managing bands, and I sat in studios watching them edit music. Here is a quick word from our sponsor for this particular podcast. Hey there, how are you doing today? I just want to give you an opportunity to see if your business and services can help 
our listeners who are entrepreneur and small business owners who are looking to find ways or product or services which will help them streamline their business by saving them time, money, and more importantly, be more profitable. If that's something your business can offer to our listener, you definitely get back to me or get in touch with me where I will share with you how you can sponsor this show. You can go to this URL, which is markkumar.com forward slash contact. There, just fill out a little bit of information about yourself and your business, and we'll see if you and I are a perfect fit for this podcast. If we are a good connect, then you could definitely sponsor this, and I hope to talk to you soon. Take care. All right, I want to share something really amazing with you. If you have been thinking about getting into podcasts, you should definitely take the plunge and go for it. And if you have been podcasting for a while and your hosting company is giving you a hard time because every time you put out a podcast and you get popular a lot of people listen to it a lot of people want to download it your hosting company tells you hey you need to upgrade to a next available plan in which you have to put out more money out of your pocket and if you're ready to ditch your current hosting company you should definitely check out simple podcast club and the reason why you should check out Simple Podcast Cloud is because they offer everything unlimited. You get unlimited shows. You get unlimited episodes. You get unlimited bandwidth. You get unlimited storage. Everything that you want, they have. And I promise you, once you start using them, you're going to be like so glad that you have made the switch. You definitely check them out. Once again, the company name is SimplePodcastCloud.com. Now back to your podcast. Which taught me how to now edit my podcast. So I'm I'm still actually in the same business. So I think know your product and know your business. And if not, you either need to find an investor or it's all about understanding and knowing your business and knowing your trade. Okay, great. So walk me through it when you were communicating with different people when you were like creating a documentary for example you got your editor you got your video no, no, no. For, no. you don't want to talk about that. hold on no no okay. so i've had this meeting okay i've had the meeting we've got the um we've got the money we've got mm-hmm. the investment two investors we got actually and now they take over they take over so you pretty so much the, delegate it and then they do everything so I, what about I, what I about worked the... with the production company. The production right. company then got cameraman, lighting, sound. They got all the licenses. They then wrote all the outlines. The only thing they didn't do was my questions. Um, and I uh, sat. we sat together and wrote a plan of actions, the people I wanted to interview, what I wanted to get out of it. So it was a collaboration. Okay, so rather than doing a one-man person, one-woman show in this case, it, takes, <laughs> it was a team. What do they say? It takes an army. Right, exactly. And that's so. really true, it does. And you need professionals around you, people that know what they're doing. Right. So rather than doing it on your own, like, for example, when I first started out, like my, my photography business, whatever, I try to do everything on my own. If I think back where I am now, I'm like, I will outsource half of the stuff that I think. For example, editing, publishing, and all that stuff, <gasps> creating a website, I will do all of that outsource it because where I am in my point in my life is like, if I can save time, I will pay somebody. Like, give me an hour but, extra. And also, I'm they good. do a better job. 
they, exactly. they're an expert Right. Get the experts if you can. Right. So, but I mean, my first book, uh -huh. I um, I've got two f interesting things to tell you. One was the first book, I uh, I needed it illustrated, uh -huh. and so I set up a competition in the local town okay. for people to design my lead character. And I got loads of entrances. I picked the winner and they were so pleased. They, and it, that's how I illustrated the first book. But my, the best story is, uh -huh. so I'm, I've decided to publish through my own publishing house. So I wanted to get the books into libraries because every time somebody borrows a book in the library, I get paid. I mean, right. it's sense, but right. you know, it doesn't matter. It's forever. Right. So, um, I looked on how to do this and found out that each library buys their own books. Well, there's hmm. millions of libraries. Right, right. So I invented a little girl and her, she was 10 years old. And the very first book I ever read was Little Women from, uh, written by Louisa M. Alcott. Okay. So I chose the name Poppy Alcott. Okay. And Poppy wrote to hundreds of libraries and said, I've just read a really good book and I think you'll like it. And hundreds of libraries bought my books. Interesting. So how, how, how did they go? go how, I'm just curious because I, like, I, love, I, like, I love learning new things. How did the sale process go from that when they bought your book, like in terms of, Hey, I got a book. Well, don't forget I'm in England, so I, right. it, it may be different. But right, right. in England, there are distribution right. companies, and you have to be on their books. Okay. So schools and libraries will uh, they won't buy from like right, a single uh, person, or they won't buy from Amazon. They have to buy from a wholesaler. Right. So I managed. Don't ask me how I did it. I managed <laughs> to get on the book. I can't even remember now. I got on the books. There's two big wholesalers in England, and I got on books with both of them. So and so, I would just say, "Oh yeah, you can buy them from the wholesalers," which they did. Right. right. I mean, I'm thinking like if I'm, I want to sell my own book. First of all, I got to write my own book. Right. Second of all, I have to sell it. I don't know anything about selling a book. Well, times have changed, right. and now there are so many companies. I mean, you can write books and. Uh, sell it via Amazon and they will print it for you and just give you whatever. I don't know how they do it, but they definitely, you can do it. By, there's loads of companies now that will, you'll send and they, and you can self publish. Now my life has changed now because okay. I self published for nine years. Once I had the documentary, then kind of life changed. Right. And now I have a traditional publishing deal with a, a company called Cranthorpe Milner, which okay. are a lovely company here in the UK. And now my books are sold worldwide. Oh, yeah. And so it's lovely when I hear about books are going out in China, in uh, New Zealand. People send me pictures now holding the book in different places in the world right. i haven't got i mean here's one of um, i've written some technical books as well for drama teachers okay so, so this is uh one of my books for for drama teachers awesome so so, so yeah. talk about talk about your thought process in terms of writing a book like i, I know we talked about it a little bit already but can you go a little more detail like when you have a book idea 
how do you say what, what is your process of writing a book just a summarized version obviously not too detailed because we don't have time yeah, it's been, no 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 it's very it's quite simple it's now okay. because i'm writing a series we're always right. talking about the next book so mm -hmm. the first thing i have to do is decide where i'm going to set it okay then i research for about six to eight months i'm on a research mission so so can, can i stop you right there when you do the research because i'm really curious about this like when you do the research part, what kind of stuff do you okay research? i'll explain okay so this next book now so the first book was set on the island of saint martin in the caribbean <laughs> second book is in las vegas so the third book is in england and in england we have these holiday parks and where they're static homes i think you call them trailers but yeah. here they're right they're beautiful they have clubhouses and swimming pools and theaters and everything and they're made for family entertainment okay and they've been going here for 70 or maybe 100 years and they're very they're fabulous and i have um a couple of rental ones near by the sea so i've spent six months at the holiday camp just sitting in the clubhouse talking to people watching learning what happens and and being there on times where no one else is there and everybody people talk to me they open up to me they tell me things maybe they shouldn't tell me okay. I, I, can i tell you a story sure. i have got this the best story okay um uh, i was talking uh, i met a, a lovely lady in st martin who came actually from new york okay. and her family were religion originally from italy and um this must have been in the 19 60s okay. she much she was about 10 years old and she was in a restaurant they used to go every friday night she said she used to go in a lovely dress and have a little handbag with gloves on i mean we're talking about you know a long time ago right, right. and she said they were sitting in the restaurant and all of a sudden her dad put her his hand under the table and passed over a gun and whispered to her put it in your bag a uh, purse you call it a purse put it in your purse she put it in her purse and within 10 minutes the police raided and never looked in her purse interesting wow people tell me these stories right interesting you obviously you have this very magnetic personality where you're like hey i want to tell you stuff <laughs> exactly that helps a lot so that's awesome all right, so so you did the research part. What's the next part of the writing a book process? It's then the hardest thing is once I decide who's going to die. <laughs> um, it's I know it doesn't even sound funny to me, Mark. That's well, what well, I do. Right, like, that's what I say. If I'm if I'm like from a person who has never been introduced to it so for you it's like it's kind of up uh, like a regular thing but i'm like the person's gonna die who's gonna die <laughs> <laughs> well the funny thing okay. is you know if ever i have to write you know just like one line about me i say oh i'm an author and my hobby is murder <laughs> anyway so okay. once you decide who's gonna die you then have to decide how okay and that is the hardest bit out of the whole book because the how okay. depends on the whole backstory of why. Why okay. are they dying and how? And then if when you decide on 
what they're going to do. Then you've got to see if it's possible. Okay. So I can't go into too much, but then you have sure. to research uh, how long it takes someone to die if you use that manner. Is sure. it infallible? Could somebody escape from, you know, so... And I'm never going to produce the, you know, a new way of dying. I, you know, it's the story. I hope what I try and do is it's the story that leads up to it, the red herrings. And I hope my listeners don't guess till as far at the end as possible. Okay, cool. So speaking of producing stuff, whatever. So what are other things that you're currently working on that you're like, hey, I want to tell everybody about it? Well, books, it doesn't stop. So, you know, okay. I've always wanted to tell people that they can go to just look up Jackie Rom and you'll okay. find okay. everything. So it's J-A-C-K-Y and then R-O-M. Really simple. Okay. Um, but um, Is that also your website name as well? Or is it everything. Like different? It's JackieRom.com. Okay. <laughs> Jackie Rom. Just Google Jackie Rom. You'll be fine. You'll find out. Okay. And... Um, the documentary is really important and uh, I'd love people to watch it. It's fun. It's, uh, it's quite emotional uh, as well. Okay. There's parts of it that are emotional and you'll just see what I do. It's like a day in the life. Well, not quite a day, but you know, a week in the Five life. Weeks. Exactly <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so uh, I'd love people to watch that. And what, what, what is the name of the documentary again? Making. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> oh, try again. I'm just saying I'm making a murderer. I'm not making a murderer. I'll try again. Method of murder. Method, method of murder. So everybody who is listening to this, definitely go check that out. And obviously I put the show uh, link in the show notes as well to make it easy for you guys. So, okay. So making and a murderer. Okay. No, 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 not making uh, a murderer. That's really famous. <laughs> it's method, method of murder. Okay. Yeah, method method of, murder. of murder. Got it. And then um, I've now launched a, a podcast called the, the, the Life of a Crime Novelist. And... Uh, um, we've been going nine days and I've just gone worldwide. So every single continent, somebody in every single continent has listened. Wow. So, so exciting. That, that is extremely exciting <laughs> stuff. It's like, wow. It's like, you know, it's like you were saying, the power of the information before. Like now you can literally, number one, reach your audience worldwide. Number two, change their life. It's amazing. Like the conversation we're having, it's like amazing. You are in a different part of the world than I am, and we can interact like we're talking to. Amazing, yeah. It's amazing stuff. You know, I get people saying to me all the time, right? Um, oh, I'd like to write a book. Right. And I go, well, go on then. That's it. Go on then. Well, I go think, the, yeah, I think like, most, most people are not like you or have the enthusiasm or personality or a mindset of like go and do it they're like the first thing they're thinking like i can't first thing that comes up they have an idea everybody has an idea whether i call ideas like a dime it doesn't like okay who cares whatever so if you can have the silliest idea but if you don't take any actions towards it it's pointless so that's where they most exactly. people fail exactly yeah yeah i say there's no such word as can't there you go. That's way. That's really nice way to do it. There's no such thing. Okay, good enough. 
So, so <clears throat> tell me a little bit about your podcast. Like, how did you come up with an I idea? Didn't hear, I didn't hear the question. Sorry. So, tell, so me. Tell, me, tell me a little bit about your podcast. How did you go about thinking of like, hey, I should start a podcast? What was the mindset behind it or how did you go about doing it? I have a habit of waking up about four o'clock and going, bing. <laughs> Isn't it interesting? That's how the ideas come. Like when you're not, when you're least expecting, like, oh, two ways. I have two ways. One, when I wake up in the morning, which is really annoying. Mm-hmm. And the other one is driving. I don't drive with the radio on. I drive and just, it just, and sometimes when I'm writing, if I, if I get stuck on something, I'll go for a drive. And it okay. clears my head and it just allows the thoughts to come in. Uh, so, yeah. Um, now I forgot the question. The question was like, how did you go about like uh, creating a podcast? Like what was your thought process? And then. I honestly woke up. That's absolutely true. I woke up one morning. I went, right. I'm going to do a podcast. And okay. I think because the imminent launch of uh, the documentary in the uk okay and i've and my main main fan base is uk based and i have i have a fan base around the world but the main is in the uk so it's really exciting for me to launch here and for me it's a a credibility issue as well you know i've got i'm gonna have a documentary on amazon prime so excited and i thought you know how can i reach around the world Tell people it, you know, you can see it now in the US and Canada and soon in the UK. And then I thought, I'm going to podcast. But actually, I've just remembered. Okay. I was inspired. I've just remembered. Michael Moore, you know, the film director, who's now become really political. And I love the US news. I'm fixated (laughs) with the US news. I'm finding your politics is better than any is better than watching any netflix series so okay it's it's marketable definitely (laughs) oh my god anyway um i saw he'd launched a podcast and within three days he had millions of listeners and i went i remember now and i went i'm gonna do this and that's how it actually happened Okay. It was Michael Moore that inspired me. And I went out and I thought, the day I woke up and thought I'm going to do it, I went and bought uh, my f- microphone. Here. Nice big microphone. Oh, okay, cool. My microphone. And I have a Mac and an iPad and anything else I need. I'm used to speaking. I'm used to editing. Right. So I just, I just got on with it. Okay. Oh, so awesome. So it's literally is that simple. That far as because some people who are starting a podcast, right? Like I need to do this, 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 that, whatever. So it's like if people who are starting out and like I don't have this equipment, what what would you recommend them to do? I think stuff? again it's research. Okay. You know, and I did do the research. I found out the best place to uh, rec- the best way to record. I'm I'm lucky I know how to edit, so I was able right. to do that. Right. And um I it just do your research okay. and you'll find out there's it's all there right. and you know i i did, i went with buzzsprout to, okay. uh, to gotcha. do my podcast and they walk you through it it's right. so simple right. and then they give you the ways of launching on itunes alexa spotify tune in they do it all for you really right so it was simple to do it okay. just do it 
There's some people that are just doing their podcasts on their phone. Right. I know some like that. It's very simple. So you really don't need like a pro level equipment like you and I have, whatever. You can just use your phone and off you go. That, that uh, microphone was $60, including oh, wow. the stand. Wow. And that's, that's all I good. bought. Right. And I'm lucky. I have a fan base. So I was able, and I have students. Okay. You know, and all the students want to listen. So um, I was lucky that I had okay. people that wanted to listen. Okay. So how do you go about creating content for your podcast? Haven't you noticed that I don't mind talking, Mark? yeah but like different ideas you like people you may have an idea like that i'm really interested but people who are listening like i don't care how do you go like marketable right. idea i i think i think because daily i get asked questions okay. and like exactly the same as you're asking me i knew i could use all those questions to make it make it interesting and um, i've only done two episodes because okay. it's, it's a weekly podcast and I'm doing a Friday show. It goes out on a Friday. So oh. I've only actually done two. So what was and the name of the podcast again? I'm sorry. The, the Life of a Crime Novelist. Life of a Crime Novelist. Please look that up everywhere. It's available, I'm assuming, iTunes and everywhere. everything else. Awesome. Just look that up, guys, and you're going to get in the world of the life of a novelist. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but if you just Google Jackie Rom, I've, I checked today, that comes up on Google as well, the podcast. Okay, Jackie Rom, oh, it then. Check it out. Yeah. Okay. And, um, yeah. Okay. So creating content, just answer people's questions. What I notice is like, if I, obviously everybody goes through the process as a creative. When you have ideas, you execute it, you're on a roll, you create content, you're creating amazing things, whatever, and then you hit the wall. I don't know what I'm Yeah, to do. I haven't done that. I absolutely right. And I've got all these little bits of paper, look. And as okay. I get an idea, I write it down. Okay. The first week I knew was um, it's only half an hour long, Mike, 30 minutes okay. and I talk. So the first one was kind of telling stories. The okay. second one I did it in two halves. So the first half people sent in questions um and I had uh, my friend the radio the guy from the radio sent in, he recorded questions. Okay. And then the second half was my life on St. Martin because okay. I spend about three months a year there. It's where I write my books. And I've set up a charity on the island with a friend of mine. So the second half of the book, because I have lots of fans that like the island, right. uh, I talked about the island and the charity. Okay. So how because you're really, really, and I generally mean that, really good at uh, networking and being resourceful. And a person who is not good at at those things, what advice would you give that person to start off with? Like, for example, I, my name is Mark, and I don't know anybody. How do I go about becoming networking with other people and stuff like that? I think it's it's down to the research. I have, oh. think you have to research. Also. I'm very good at delegating. And so, and like, if you can find, or I've got in the family, any teenagers or 10 to 12 year olds, they are brilliant at, at social media. Get them to, to deal with your social media. I, that's what I've done. One okay. of my students, uh, she puts it out every, all day, sends it to all her mates, okay. and she's 12. And she's loving it. She does 
she does uh, yeah instagram for me twitter facebook okay. you can't so, be a, you can't be a master of all trades right that's that's what i'm learning now like just get good at one thing and the other thing based on what you're saying just delegate it because the people yeah. who you delegate it they are good at it and they enjoy it and that gives you time back to focus on what you're good at exactly okay awesome so here's a thing what i want to do with you it's like it's called rapid fire questions if you don't mind just answer it whatever the thing comes to your mind so if there's a one thing one app you could uninstall on your phone what would, what would it be uh i want to uninstall oh candy crush <laughs> waste of time <laughs> it's really annoying i wake up in the morning <gasps> let's do some oh then i'm awake <laughs> Okay, one thing that you would like to see yourself doing better or getting better at 2020 this year? Thinking before I speak. Okay, fair enough. And one person. Sometimes. <laughs> if, if there is one ideal person you can work with, who would that be and why? Richard Branson. Okay, and why? I just admire him. He's another one that just does it, doesn't he? Just he just goes for it. Okay. I'd like awesome. to be friends with Richard Branson. Richard Branson. Okay. Virgin. You know he, who Richard Branson. I, is. I know who he is. He has lived the adventurous life that I have known, come to know, and it's like wow. Yeah, I'd like to go I... stay on his island as well. Yeah. He's got an island, hasn't he, in the BVIs? Yeah. Man, that's amazing. So, all right. So, the next question is, what is one thing that you would recommend other people to do that will get them results faster? One thing. Don't talk. Do. Don't do. Massive action. Okay. And if people who are starting out, let's say two level, one is zero, another one is thousand, what advice would you give people who are at zero level, they don't know what to do, but they want to improve? Research. research just research 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 don't rush into anything just write notes let your mind you know be fill it up with information okay and then people who know a little bit about business and they have kind of get their feet wet they're level thousand and they want to get to hundred thousand level what advice tell would you give them to go fast further faster two things okay listen when okay. people are talking and respect people you know so i think listening and respect is really important Can you because i think yeah well i will i think too many people in business are narrow-minded and uh you have to stop and listen and not just listen you have to really listen and that's what I don't think people do today. And that's very much obvious um, with both UK and US politics. You know, it's so, you know, down the middle and people don't listen. They can, you know, if you listened, really listened, you would hear something different. So I think listening is really important. And respect. I define respect. But not it. I'm the, respect for people's knowledge okay so people that have been there and done it you know just to sit and listen just to take advice don't think you know it all 
because you must never stop learning. Doesn't matter who you are, you, okay. we're always learning. Okay, uh, it's interesting you say that listening part because in my coaching thing, I also tell people like the best skill that you can learn, the very first thing you should learn is learn how to listen. And people ask me like, what do you mean listen? I mean like listen. Really when, listen. Like, what, like I, I literally break it down. Like when you listen, you should be taking all your beliefs out. Yep. Don't have preconceived mind. Like for example, if you heard something, like, I know what I'm. What I know what he's going to say. I'm going to stop t listening or stop tuning out or think about something else. So exactly. be there what the word person is saying. Number one, the words or the way they're expressing it. Because and then the like tonality wise and then a body language that we're expressing. But there's and different levels the, of his language. I think the easiest way to say is be open minded. Okay. Be open minded. Be open-minded and allow to let, you know, thoughts, ideas come in. Right. Don't be closed. I think one of the things that has worked for me, like back going back to what you're saying, open-minded, is when you're listening, genuinely be curious about what is being said because once you become curious, your mind automatically, at least for me, it becomes open. Like, oh, I think that would be, that would be a good idea. Let me see. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's all about listening. Right, exactly. And anything you would like to share with the listeners? <laughs> Going back, listener, listener. Oh. <laughs> anything you would like to share with the listeners? I have a dream. Can I tell you my little dream? Sure. So, because I think dreams are important. I know I probably should say goals, but I prefer, because I think, you know, if you label things as goals, right. Sometimes they're, I'm not saying they're unobtainable, but you, it's stressful. And I okay. think dreams is a much nicer way of okay. putting it. So I have some dreams. Okay. I have some, my dreams are, one, that my books turn to film okay. or TV. I wouldn't say no to either. Okay. And, uh, and I would like to turn the documentary into a series. Okay. So my dream is to, for me to make a series watching me research as an author, travel around the world and research. And I have loads of ideas for a series. So if there's anyone out there interested in making a documentary series, I'm available. Yeah, just look up your name, Jackie Rom, and get in touch with us. You'll get a tell. It's interesting yeah. you say dreams because... Like, <clears throat> at least from my personal development part of it, like, if you, it, the idea, if you cannot think of an idea, it doesn't become a reality. So the way I look at dreams is like half reality. If you can think it, then you, with the action, becomes real. Yep. If you don't have any idea, if you, do, you cannot dream it, then you can't achieve it. Like, interesting you say that. Like, wow, it's awesome. All right. So any last thoughts you want to share before we wrap this thing up? No, I, I kind of just want to say thank you. I've really enjoyed it. I always enjoy talking, so that's a, a plus. And it would just be lovely if people Google, watch the doc documentary at the moment is kind of one of my biggest priorities. And just to reach out to an audience in, um, you know, the US and Canada and get people watching would be incredible. Okay, awesome. What was the doc documentary name again? So people Method, who may have missed, go ahead. Method of murder. 
Method of Murder. Guys, look that up. It's in Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, definitely check that out. And if you want to get in touch with uh, Jackie here, you can go to her website, which is Jackie. You can give the specific website. Jackie it's JackieRom.com. JackieRom.com. Are you Sounds on? Like <laughs> exactly are you also on a uh, youtube or any uh, social media everywhere. platform you everywhere same yeah, you can same find me on all of them yeah instagram and twitter linkedin yeah facebook facebook.com forward slash jackie room all right <laughs> keep it simple right <laughs> awesome thank you so much jackie for being on this podcast i really appreciate it it was definitely insight uh and i learned a whole lot like different stuff whatever. Thank so thank you so much for being here thank you